This podcast is brought to you by Reach Innovations. For more info, go to reachinnovations.com. Welcome to The Conversation, where we talk about life, family, and ministry, and how we can apply what we learn to our everyday lives so we can be our best selves every day. He was the one of the three. It was Steve oh. Jobs, John Lasser, and this guy. And I'm, I can't. The nameless dude. Yeah, well, this is the book name. Nook with the Johnsons, and uh, this is the, <laughs> the book review ev- uh, version, yes. edition. Uh, we are all into major books right now. Creativity I think Inc. is the book I'm talking about. Very cool. Yeah, That's I'm a good in- intro. About that one. Creativity Inc. Mom, what book are you into right now? <clears throat> right now, well, I just uh, I got back into a book that I had been reading that I read years and years ago, but um, it's called To Know Him, and uh, that's one of the books that we'll talk about around the table. But um, it's just a great, great book, um, and it's it's all about getting to know God, getting to the Holy Spirit, getting and um, the author is Gloria Copeland, to know him. and it's called To Know Him, and I've had friends receive the baptism of the holy spirit by reading that book i've had friends get to know god Mm -hmm. and get to know who he is not just about god and so i use some of the excerpts from that book um actually yesterday when i ministered on knowing god but um that's a really good book Mm -hmm. so that's just a little short little one what book are what's one of the books are you reading well, I'm in a couple of different books right now. I'm also reading Moms Who Changed the we World. Are, we are alike. Moms so. Mom Who <coughs> Changed so the there. World. <laughs> and I read that one at night, and it's it's a historical accounts of, like, George Washington's mother, mm-hmm. Jochebed, Moses' mother, Jochebed. Wow. And um, just, it, it humanizes mm-hmm. the mothers of history, of our great people that everyone knows about, but... They had to have a mother. They 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 didn't just turn <laughs> they out. Had to have a mother. They didn't just turn out that way. Yes, they yeah. were born through their mother, but their yeah. mother instilled these principles. And so it's a very very interesting read. Hmm. It's not a novel. Good. It's just you know standalone chapters. But hmm. that was really good. I liked what you said in your message yesterday. You said it's easy to lose interest in something you have no investment in. Mm-hmm. That was really yeah. powerful. Well, that 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 we can tie that right into book reading also. And, and investing in ourselves because if we don't, if we buy books or books are given to us and we're, we don't open them up, um, they just, play. they just sit on <laughs> the, the, the bookshelf. Yeah. There's no, it's, it's easy to lose interest in it because there's yeah. nothing invested in it. But I find that if I read a chapter at a time, yeah. um, I've invested in it and I want to read that next chapter and that next mm-hmm. chapter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, but there's a lot of good things, a lot of good things. What, what, what's one of the books that you're in right now, Becca? <coughs> um, flex on them. One of the books. One of the books. Yeah, I normally like to do a business life book and then a novel, something I'm interested in. Well, just give us Maybe one because we'll go around something. the table because I've got a couple more too. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> to, to, um, to recommend since I'm reading we're talking about. G.I. Brides. It's true stories of four women um, in England that married American soldiers during GIs. World War II, mm-hmm. and um, they came over to America, and it's about that transition and the life, and there was a point in history where it was seriously, they had to set up ships just to go and get all the GI brides, that the GIs, you know, they had to come back to America, but they couldn't come with them, mm-hmm. so they had ships just to bring the brides over and the kids. Wow, very so interesting. Very historically so interesting. Historically accurate. 
Very cool. Well, Zach, what what audiobook are you into right now? Yeah, I'm and like, why you are you guys, into audiobooks? Let's talk about that. You guys, this is the 21st century. And so <laughs> I want to hold a book in my hand. Yeah. I well, wanna, I want to no, underline I, and highlight. Because me, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm you're the black. I, I don't want to say I'm the black not. sheep of you're my family. You're not. You're not. Uh, Nobody said that. Well, I, I but wasn't with that black that as, hoodie I wasn't, on, I wasn't you look like that, the black sheep. I wasn't meaning that as like a bad thing. <clears throat> like the dark night. Like, I'm different than you guys. You're the dark. Well, in you terms found, of reading, you found Because here's my thing. It, here's my thing is, I've been given so many books over the years, and I have so many. But I do. I have so many books. Books are always better than the movies. And. Um, I've started so many books. Like there's been books I, that like we went to word explosion and John Bevere preached on good or God. And I'm like, I want that book. <laughs> and then I got the book and I read the preface and I was like, Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and I've, I mean, that's as far as you if gone. the book was just the preface, I've read, I've read probably like 10 oh, or 15 books. <laughs> but it's just after that, just that the longevity of it. I'm just kind of like, I lose steam really quickly. Well, and you so and I this are not last, night owls. Becca does a lot of her reading at night too. Yeah. And so like nah, the, this, last this mm-hmm. last month i've actually just recently really dived in on audiobooks and uh, i went through my do, my you, do you dived in or you dove in i dived in you dived dived in okay. i dived okay yeah. it is it is 21st century now i guess yeah 21st so um <laughs> it's in the slang I, the book, dictionary honey look the it book up that i went there. through because i know you guys just I'm itching so to know yeah. what book what, what is what book he's going to read. I went through Jim Ron's uh, Living an Exceptional Life. Hey. And it's about a 45 minute listen. So um, just thought I'd throw that <laughs> out there. Wow. What is it? A mini done? book? I know. Did you I've listen to it on it five times? It was the speed. Cl- it was the cl- <laughs> it was the Yeah, right. <laughs> I just speed it up. He's like, <laughs> no. But the. Uh, his main points, I'll just cover his main points real quick. Cause okay. it's Jim Ron. Like he's all about points. Like the whole time I was like, wait, is this the point for this one? Or mm-hmm. is this a point for the three so other points? That point. So spell Ron for our listeners. Mm, why R-O-H-N? do they need to know? Because if they want to look up the book, if they want to get the book, when you hear somebody recommend a book, you so generally. We're gonna, so we're going to be Google. like an audio dictionary. If you have like, any followers. Ron, J-I-M. This is the 21st R-O-H-N. century. Anyways, we can tell points. Siri. We don't have to spell it. <laughs> his points. Are you gonna he go was talking about. I like spelling. No, no he just, said just the, for the, re- the reform main <laughs> oh, points that he was talking about in the, the that were the rules <laughs> of living an exceptional life and how to be prepared. And rule number one was have more than one skill. Yes. Um, number two was be so busy giving other people recognition that there isn't enough for yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Number three was learning to inspire. And then the last one, number four, was learn more than one language. Because he had a Ooh. friend who knew uh, three languages. And because of that, he became a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. And he equated it, a language, to making a million dollars. And so he told Jim one time, he was like, I think I'm going to go learn another language and earn another million. Mm. And so, to hablo, uh, see, si. si. I actually, <laughs> I actually spoke Spanish to one of our drivers bueno. today because we have this one guy who he comes in and brings mattresses the whole every time, mm-hmm. and he's just, I mean, he's he's such a sweet guy, but he he's he speaks Spanish as his primary language, mm-hmm. and so now I've gotten to that point now because I'll see him like once a week now, the comma. and I've been there, and the I'll bed. and he'll come in and I'll start just throwing my Spanish out at him, and uh-huh. and he's starting just to like. 
I mean, he, he's talking. starting to know me now and we're building a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's really getting me excited just about learning Spanish and it, cause it really does make a difference, especially cause they are so impressed when you speak their language back to them because they want to speak their language, Yeah. but they're having to deal with English as their second. So those were just his points. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. So that's awesome. what I read through. Okay. So All right. What, what other book are you into, Phil? Uh, another one called the simple church. <coughs> <coughs> It's a church with a capital C. Yeah. No, it's a simple church. And I mean, it just talks about, I I like it in that it, it takes something that seems daunting, this daunting task of, Mm -hmm. of the huge organization of the church and all the different departments and everything. And it really simplifies it, brings it down to, um, you know, the nuts and the bolts and the important things. And it, and it basically talks about the difference between a church that's thriving and a church that's not doing as well. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and the correlation between when you have a simple flow, simple structure, simple vision, mm-hmm. and then you have, and, and, and the churches that aren't thriving, this could even be a large church, but just doesn't because it doesn't have a simple, mm-hmm. um, a singular vision, singular goal purpose um you know that finds it more difficult and so you know it's just helping me kind of clear some thoughts on on being more clear clear in our vision for vision church being more simple because if you're going to be called vision church you better better have a good vision vision. well i know what becca's trying to get out of me but i'm going to let her talk about Mm. that book but another book that i highly recommend is um uh, I just finished uh, Sweet Maria Goff's book, um, Love Lives Here. And how do you spell Goff, Mom? G O F F. G O F F. It's not G O L F now. I just thought our listeners needed to know. Goff. Well, hey, there you go. Thank you. Um, but Becca introduced us to Bob Goff. We've talked about him on previous uh, broadcast, but he's written. Um, love does and everybody always among I'm sure others but these are the two that just have really impacted our family but and I read them backwards I mean I don't I don't think it's a big deal but I do after reading both of them I do recommend people who have not read him yet to read love does Mm -hmm. first and then pick up everybody always and and sweet Maria's book I call her that because that's what he calls her refers to her as but Maria Golf just came out with a book called love lives here and it's basically the same premise of, and the outline of the book is standalone stories in each chapter, but I loved her version of it, her mm-hmm. take on it, her perspective of it, mm-hmm. and um, they're totally different. I loved how she explained herself and Bob, her husband. She said, Bob is like the balloon, and I'm the string. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can identify with that. I get that. Yeah, your I mom can really was the see. glitter, and your dad was the no, 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 no. Your no. dad was the dad glitter. Dad was the glitter. My mom was the glue. And so my mom was the glue who kept every, everything together, and my dad was the glitter. And, uh, and they worked well together. So what are we, honey? Not, what are, well, I think... Mom's the grill, and you're I'm the I'm the steak. crayon, and you're the coloring book. So I, I'm, you're the grill, and I'm the fire. Oh. Hey. No. <laughs> Wow. Mom's the propane. Henceforth, we are the fire. <laughs> there you go. Actually, a little science that you see, see when two people love each other. <laughs> what did he say? And a mommy and a daddy get together. <laughs> we need to, to move on. Um, anyway, so, but, but her, 
She was just very. Um, I had to read her book slower than his. Um, she had. I couldn't read just a full chapter of hers. I had to basically read sections a lot and then just there. kind of digest. Yeah. And his was just like, "Hey, here we are. Here we go. Let's do it." This. And yeah. so I, that's the kind of person I am. So I'm like, uh-huh. I'm just bawling through this whole thing. I would try to tell your dad, and then he did this, and then he did that. And, oh, my word is amazing. You know, and I just was going on and on and on mm-hmm. about it. And so, am I like being way too hot on the microphone? No, it's actually okay. Okay. So, um, so then your dad started reading When it, it. blinks, it's overriding. Oh. Set your mic away from your okay, mouth. Okay, sorry. I'm a little too close to Why? people. Don't you, you don't have to talk this close to so your microphone. To, what do you think oh, this is? A podcast? Oh, oh see, now you're all blinking. Oh, all see, blinking. when you get too close to <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. Turn, turn us down. Um, but anyway, so those are some really good reads. So that, that I guess, would be a trilogy. Cool. Um, in my library that I've really, really enjoyed. And so our takeaway on this broadcast is read. I know. Every, everybody yeah. should read. When we started we with yours, I was just like, about a topic too and everything. And wow. Like, we're going to talk about this today. And so I come down and I Zach's come kind of like and going. And then all uh, of a sudden you guys just are talking about this. And then we keep talking. And I was like, well, Lord. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, since we started with dad doing that, I just figured people <clears throat> like to know what. Oh, no. What yeah, totally. Read. That's so what Becca, we were talking about, like, before you. What else play. are you reading? Um, well, I actually finished the book I was trying to get out of mom, mm-hmm. but um, it's five things. Because I just started it, so I really can't talk oh, okay. about it. It's five things successful people do before 8 a.m. It's by Terry Savelle Foy, um, and it changed. Say with me, guys. The, the tra- trajectory, trajectory of my life. Of your life. <laughs> I think I told, I told each person in my family that separately. I think it somebody just trajected something during that. Did it hurt? Um, a bit. <laughs> it was uncomfortable. It's, huh? tu- it's turning um, a night. It'll turn a night person into a morning person, um, and it I it really I shows was, you. I knew, I knew I had it easy. It shows you how. Um, <laughs> how to be successful and that success is hidden in your daily routine mm-hmm. and normally that means a morning routine um and so my dog some, thinks so some things she's yeah. lenient mm-hmm. with but at the end of the book she gets pretty strict on <clears throat> morning three hours before you whatever it is go to work or whatever mm-hmm. um and investing in yourself before you invest in anyone else. Does that go for guys too? Because we don't do the makeup and the hair. And yeah. Well, it's yeah. Not hers even, doesn't. I, I, I read her routine. Not, and well, no, because what us guys it. do is we take we take showers, we shave, we. So basically, her routine, honey. In the morning, I was her just routine was like <laughs> forty minutes. You just minutes. had a lot of uh, from shower to out the yeah. door. It's like forty minutes. And so see this. Huh? Of the On three hours, my um, wallpaper is my routine, and so depending on what time like i used to have a job where i would be there at 7 a.m so mm-hmm. that would have been more this schedule it's like wake up at 4 45 um and then you know go from there but the five things are pray read exercise listen to audio teaching and then write and review your dreams and goals every day so it's like you you know how people will write their plans for the year at the beginning of the year, but they'll only look at it that week maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> or that day yeah. and never open them again. She really stresses that you open your dreams and goals every single day so that you re-revise them. So maybe that one was super important yesterday, but it's not that important today because li- a life change. Mm-hmm. And so you're just constantly revising them and reworking them mm-hmm. um, and keeping them in front of you. And then quiet time 
praying and meditating. And so um, she gives her routine in the book, but then she also lists a lot of successful people. Um, they have their different routines in the book as well as you're reading. And each one is pretty similar, you know, and, um, and they all wake up early. <laughs> and so it's just, um, for me, it's been three hours before my day. And so if I have to be at work at 10, I'll get up at 7, <clears throat> 6.45, 7. But then if it's earlier, I'll do the 5 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But just kind of three hours before whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's honestly, this has been the first week in a while I've read in my Bible consistently. Like I've done it throughout the week, but maybe it'll be right. four days this week, three days this week, five days this week, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just kind of, but now sticking with it. It's been, you know, Monday through Friday. Yeah. Totally. You know. Mm-hmm. Monday through um, sun- Sunday. And having a routine in the morning. For me, I'm a person that loves spontaneity. I like every day to look different. And that's not very. Routine. <laughs> that's not I know, whenever routine. I hear Whenever I hear people say like, <clears throat> man, because change, change is hard. I'm like. Change is what? so fun. I love change. What are you talking about? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, so, I want to go change right now. But it, it has given me a stable <laughs> like she talks about. You have that one thing to keep you grounded no matter where you are. And so yeah. like even when she goes to Paris, which she does a lot mm-hmm. because that's where her heart is to minister, she still has her daily routine. And she has said that that kicks jet lag from mm-hmm. her and stuff because she keeps that routine there too. Yeah. And so it's like it's just opened up a whole new world to me. So it's been good. That's really good. Don't you dare close your eyes. Well, Every another book. Another another Whatever book that, means. that I've been into. <laughs> what? Uh, What's up? It's by Jim Ron, and it's called <laughs> Rhone. Ex- it's Rhone. Living an exceptional life depends on what part of the country That's you're the in. Same book you just mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Last and time it, it feels. <laughs> Are you gonna go over the four points again? It, it feels like a series, you know. <laughs> And there were three points that he talked about. Oh, my. And I thought they were really good. <laughs> Four things to consider on attitude oh no, no, and no, how no. you feel. Go to a different but for some reason, point. I only have three written down. So apparently, <laughs> I missed one of them. So number one, it's how you feel about the past. Make the past useful. Number two. It's how you Back feel about the future. It's how you feel about the future. Yeah. Look forward to inspiration, yes. aka set goals. Yes. And number three, it's how you feel about yourself. Value comes through self-esteem. Okay, that's my fifty cents. You so can we need to encourage on. you every day. So up your self-esteem. I'm so excited because I'm going to start another book. And it's, <laughs> An audiobook, it's, which is good. It's by Jim Ron. <laughs> and it's called living living a, a fantastic life, life. <laughs> oh my word. and i'm pretty sure it's going to be like more than 20 points all throughout oh my his lecture i read a really really fun book that i highly recommend ladies listen up to this one it was called giddy up eunice and it's by Sophie Hudson. Sophie Hudson. See, it was that spell good. That. I remember. H U D S O N. And how do you spell Hudson, mother? How do you spell and Hutchinson? I laughed through the entire book. It was just so fun, and it was basically talking about the three different relationships: uh, Mary and Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. That was like a sixty-year, sixty-plus year. Um, age yeah. difference mm-hmm. and they connected. Mm-hmm. They needed oh. each other. Mm-hmm. The other one was. Um, uh, Ruth and Naomi. Naomi. Boaz. And no, <laughs> Ruth and Naomi. Oh wait, that was Rebecca. No, it was Ruth. Okay. 
I think I need to start reading the Bible. <laughs> and then the last one was um, uh, Timothy's mother and grandmother. And it was um, Eunice First and Timothy. I just uh, lost it. Lois. Uh, Lois. Lois and Eunice. I only remember that and, because you um, those cards. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and and just those relationships was just so, it just really inspired me mm-hmm. that I'm supposed to, in my, in, in my season of life, those before me just encourage them, inspire them to keep going to know that, that God's not done with them. If yeah. they're still on this earth, they still have a plan. God still has a plan for their life. So right. I inspire the generation in front of me, but I influence the generation behind me. Mm-hmm. And so that would be my Beccas. And so uh, influencing them and bringing them up. And so that's what it's, that's what that book did. It's, it's it was coming, really good. God's it's coming around. full circle. Wow. Wow, God. All around. Dad, yeah. you were going to talk okay. about a book. That was, that was my other book. No, I wasn't. You were looking all through your notes. Hey, I read another book. No, I just I found my <laughs> I found my notes that you were talking about, five things successful people do before 8 a.m. I actually had Wait, an what? outline here in my notes. From the podcast part? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I remember when she taught on that. And um, in fact, she has a quote by Jim Rohn. Roan, he said it right. She her, listens to living outline. an exceptional life too. Huh? She probably has. This was under number two. Read. <laughs> he said, "Your life will be determined in the next five years by the people you hang around and the books you mm. read. Ooh. Books you listen to. <laughs> I, I, you know, I've heard. <laughs> I, I've heard another guy say that you're the you're the average of the five people that you hang around most. Right. Yes. You know, well, mm-hmm. it's the same way for reading. And you guys remember, okay, you'll have to help me on this one. Ben Carson. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And how his mother would not allow them to watch t- TV. Mm. She said she made them read. And I think it, she couldn't read herself, right? Correct. And the, the only show that they would get to watch was Jeopardy. Mm. What? Super smart kid. <laughs> and, and so what it did, though, for him was it began to establish in him, establish in him this pattern yeah. of bettering himself. Because when you read things, it, it goes far beyond watching a, film, a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, when you watch a movie, you're basically, it's the, it's the least interactive. Yeah. It seems like it would be the most interactive. It's the least No, but whatever they portray is what you see. You don't use your imagination at all. You don't have to at all. It's yeah. all created for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in a book or back, you know, I was thinking about when my dad, uh, we used to listen to the Old Roberts University uh, basketball games back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Back, uh, I think it was the late 70s. They back had really they good. Actually good. Yeah, when Anthony Roberts played. I mean, they were a really great team. But we used to listen to the game on the radio. Hmm. And I remember just visualizing mm-hmm. what the commentators were talking about. Yeah. You know, and you, and you were you were using your brain, using your mind. Right. And so... Audio books, audio basketball. Yeah. yeah. Aud- See, it's okay. Audio books, same, same deal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, honestly, I've been doing this lately because I was inspired. <laughs> I was inspired by Bill Johnson because I read the Bible a lot. Um, personally, and then also in pre- preparing for messages and things. But, and then you listen to Bill Johnson. <laughs> but I was like, listening. Oh, so what's wrong with that? No, it's like, no, like I he's know. Like, he's like, so, I, I have nothing. not spent enough time in the Word. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not saying I have spent enough time in the Word at all. No, that was just me. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, he, Bill Johnson said, um, 
he was talking about how he was laying down in the, you know, in the backyard this one day, and he was just listening to the Bible hmm. audio, you know, playing on his phone. And I thought, man, yeah, I, I need to do that more. And I just remembered thinking, that's a good idea. Well, I started to do that and just play the Word of God while I'm, you mm-hmm. know, driving to work or I'm, mm-hmm. you know, listening. Uh, I'm just got some time, you know, and can listen. And man, what? How your mind just begins to create and visualize these stories that you're hearing and the things mm-hmm. that you're hearing taught. Right. Mm-hmm. And it makes it so much more powerful Yeah. Mm-hmm. to you. Cause you have to, to me, um, more believable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause it takes faith to put that together in your mind. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting though. You bring up a great point about movies that, that it, you really, there's no effort involved. You're watching what they portray, what that creator portrayed Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. When I could have, in my mind, seen it completely different reading the book. Yeah. Like, that's not how I saw it, but you know. And so it is. It's each to each their own, you know? So that's why the books are always better than the movies. Not always. Partially. Sometimes. Because, like, the movie is just the one person's vision that everyone is watching. A friend of mine, when I was in high school, he used to read all the books. Like, a 007 movie would come out, and he, he had already read the book. Or or read it afterwards. See, I don't they like did. to watch movies with they those were, people because they were, then they're like judgmental. Actually, this happened in the book. And well, he wasn't like that. Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, I think it was after the movie. Anyway, that yeah. he read the book. But it, you know, but and so I began to ask him, well, why do you read the book? I mean, if you've seen the movie, you know, you know the story. And he said, well, he said all the details are not in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he began to explain to me that was where, you know, he talked to me about how his gun has this mechanism that when he reaches inside of his coat, it ejects it out into his hand without him having to, you know, anyway. It and that, to, there's all yeah, these additional things in the it. book that mm. <laughs> were not in the movie. So it created a, a bigger vision. Mm-hmm. I know the first time that, that I realized that was we as a family, we re- we read a book back in, in, um, Louisville. Marley and me. Marley and me. Is that the one you were going to say? Marley and me. Oh, I was. And we read the book as a family. And for the last few chapters. I've never cried at a book, but I cried. (laughs) And I was like, I wasn't All all four of us tried to read that one section and we couldn't. We ended up with you two in my lap and dad finishing the book and we're just crying. Yeah, mom's reading it and she's like, and then he. (laughs) (laughs) And then gives it to Becca and Becca's like, and then he went into, <laughs> and then gave it to me, and I'm like, whatever, y'all. And then I start reading it, and I'm just like, <laughs> your dad, read it. And the dad's yeah. a stone cold heart. He's like, okay, I can read this. Dad's like, I've guys, this is yeller. just dog. And then mom and Becca, and well, like, yeah, old, I got it. Old Yeller left a mark on me. I'm telling you, I I, I disliked that movie like with so such a passion. Though, so even Actually though Marley and me, you know, ended it, ha- it had the same components. Yeah. There were parts of the movie that was not near as hilarious as what it was when we read the book. Right. Yeah. And so we recommend that one too. I actually don't even. It remember gives you more children. appreciation though because the author wrote a more family-friendly version. I think the first one was just called Marley, and and it was about a lot of their personal because she had stuff. they had miscarriages and they had some challenges mm-hmm. in their life and some some grieving in their life that he wrote about but then a lot of his readers were saying i love this book but i really can't read it to my children because it's just too deep in some mm-hmm. areas real life. so he came out with the same story different a lighter version called yeah. marley and me mm-hmm. and that was way before the movie came mm-hmm. out but it was such a good hit yeah. that they made the movie about it it does give you more appreciation though 
yeah for the movie when you read the book even if you read it after the fact because like pride and prejudice a classic i saw the movie first yeah um the one from 2006 i think it is mm. and then when i read the book i was like oh my word like some of the conversations were even longer you know and just how intricate the wording is yeah. and it's just what about and now guys what about oh my word that was me with the lego movie <laughs> I would oh listen to word. the soundtrack. I put I put all of my Lego sets together, oh, and no. I was like, "Oh my goodness, they're moving <laughs> in a movie." Okay, back to dad. Yeah, yeah music, I would back to listen reality. to the soundtrack and read. <laughs> like you don't even have any Lego. I was so inspired, you guys. <laughs> what about what about Jim Stovall? I mean, remember mm-hmm. when we listened to him, and and mm-hmm. here, here's a guy that loses his sight, and he's becomes a best-selling author he's right he's writing books he can't read mm-hmm. he and then and then begins to make movies and now he's he's making movies he can't watch and just the 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 amazing thing that god has done in, in him through mm-hmm. writing all of these books and now producing all of these movies mm-hmm. i mean now he, he has had to he has had to enhance um, use uh, mm-hmm. how can I say that? Use use parts of himself that mm-hmm. accessing that part of the brain yeah tapping that really into can only be accessed if you're put in that kind of a situation. Exactly. It's well since it's kinda, since we're recommending books, here's one movie we highly recommend as a family, and it's called The Ultimate Gift. That Jim Stovall that wrote is by story. Jim Stovall. So we never read the book, but we did see the movie, and we highly, highly recommend mm-hmm. that. So those of you who are jotting these diff- different recommendations down, because we know you're writing one. all these down. I spell Stovall the ultimate is, gift. Stovall is spelled S T O V A L L L. Stovall. Jim Stovall. Stove. You know what? And it's actually on. I saw it on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. Really? Yeah, I saw it the other night. Wow. So, cool. Well, Very good. Very good movie. Man, and that was so good, guys. Yeah. That was a random, fun podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Quite well. We love you guys. Yeah. Tune in next Monday. See you. Thanks for listening to The Conversation. For more episodes, feel free to subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search The Conversation. Thanks again for listening.